The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com I'm Abby. And I'm Amy. And, and this, this is the, the AA, AA Meeting. The podcast where you learn things. Lots of things. Exactly. We're an educational podcast. Yes. Strictly. Strictly. It's all business here. Yeah. We tell you, we teach you exactly. how to drink, where to drink, what to drink. Mm-hmm. Just how to have a good time. How to have a good time. Exactly right. right. No funny business here. No. No. no but no time our for... business is funny. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But seriously funny. But, you know yeah, what I mean? Seriously funny. Yeah. That's... A good name for a podcast. It Does is. that exist? It, Seriously That kind funny. of rings a bell. So maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe we should rebrand. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. So welcome to this week's episode. Welcome, welcome. Where we're going to share welcome to a lot G's of room, G's room. Um, room. Welcome to G's room. room. I love when he's like, take your shoes off and take a seat on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're here, Grandma. Um, I can't say that on the internet. <laughs> well, I suppose where have you did. been, bitch? <laughs> where have you been, bitch? No, my favorite favorite is the um row 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 row. You know, um, he has a podcast. Does he? What's his name? Chris Lilly. Chris Lilly. But it's Jamae podcast, and it's called I Jamaizing, did see that. and it's like topping all the charts. It would be and, funny. Well, I haven't actually listened to it personally, but I've a lot of people have been like, "Oh, it's kind of shit." Oh, really? Because Jamae's already been explored. Yeah. You know? True. We need a a Mr. G spin-off. Oh, that would be. Right. He's done Jonah. He's done Jamae. Like yeah. he's done like, and then all the angry boys and lunatics and stuff. But like, no, we need a Mr. G spin-off. Yeah, I agree. That's Chris, the next step. Chris, get your shit together. And we will Bring star as Jamae's friends. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Chris, Lily, we're DMing you. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for that this week. Yeah. Um. Enough about other people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Our podcast. Yes. That's where we are right now. Yeah. Welcome. We're in the top 100. We were in the top 100 again this week. Yes. Woohoo. And we were, um, not that it's a competition, but we were beating some of our faves. Yeah. Only like, I mean, it's, I don't really understand how it works because it changes. It's per day. Right. Yeah. So like how many streams you get per day. Yeah. Because sometimes we're like nowhere to be found. Yeah. Sometimes we're not even in the top 200. So anyway. But we were number 90 something yesterday, which is really cool. So guys, get your ratings and reviews in on Apple Podcasts, please Mm -hmm. and thank you. Subscribe. Um, And yeah, back to this episode, we've got some funny business happening and some great educational um, discoveries for this week's episode. So be sure to 
to keep listening, mm-hmm. keep watching. If you want to learn some shit, buckle your seatbelts. Yep. Get your snack. Mm-hmm. And let's rub the intro. intro. Oh. I did not know that Christina Aguilera was on the podcast this week. <laughs> you. Welcome to my up home. I'm Lou Shorty. These my hoes. This is how we run this shit. Piss Olympics. Let's go. So, um, what'd you get up to this weekend? Um, really nothing exciting at all. It's bloody cold in Sydney. Yeah. Oh my so God. Cold. We got a cold snap, but it's the whole East Coast. Yeah. Cause I was right. talking to the rents and <laughs> they, um, said it was cold up there. They live yeah, in Queensland, right. which is the bloody, you know, sunshine state. <sighs> I'm not about but it, guys. I'm not happy about it. Full cold snap. Freezing. Actually so freezing. Cold. My toes hurt a little bit right now. And yeah. I'm wearing socks. Oh, do you get that where your nose hurts? It's yeah. that cold, your nose hurts. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I love, actually? I hate the cold. Hate the cold. But I do really love when it's really cold and your fingers and toes are like kind of numb and then you get in the shower and it like hurts. <gasps> yeah, I it love like that. hurts because like it feels like you're just burning them. They're yeah. going to fall off. Yeah. What's your favorite season? Summer. Really? Yeah, no competition. Summer Even though day. I like winter nights. Like I like when it's cold and you can get all cozy. But yeah. not – like last night was too cold that I just like couldn't get Freezing, warm. Freezing, right? Um, but summer's my favourite. But like the, the heat – like, okay, my favourite season is winter mm-hmm. because you can rug up and – it's and and it's I love the feeling of when you're outside and it's freezing on your face mm. but you're like toasty in your body. Yeah, true. Um, and I like winter because you can put on layers. In summer, yeah. it gets so hot, mm. like you can't take you can't take off your skin, you know. And like yeah. sometimes you you need to do that. Yeah. So that's why I don't like summer. I feel like if you asked me that question in the middle of summer on like a forty degree day, I'd be like winter. But <laughs> because it's cold right now, I'm like no summer. I love like the like the, spring. Yeah, like jeans and a t-shirt weather you know what i mean where it's like you're comfortable Mm, no spring because that's like racing season yeah 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 but it's also allergy season there's pros and cons to everything in life guys that's true that's (laughs) true you gotta you gotta look at look at life with a glass half full you really do you really do anyway abby what did you do this week anything um oh a couple of the girls and i had a cocktail competition mm-hmm. night on mm-hmm. the weekend. Lovely. So Sydney's still in this semi-awkward lockdown yeah. where but we don't actually know what we're allowed to do. No. And then I don't even know what's going on with the cases and stuff. So we were like, no, nah, we're not going to like do anything crazy or anything. Yeah. So um, we had some friends over here and did a cocktail competition. And it was so, so good. Like I want to do more stuff like that. Mm. More often. So what we did was um, each of us bought ingredients for our own cocktail that mm-hmm. we weren't going to tell anyone what it was. Mm-hmm. And then you went in and you made it. And I made a um, frozen passion fruit. Mm-hmm. They didn't have passion fruit liqueur. So I had to use peach liqueur at the mm-hmm. bottle. Um, so frozen passion fruit. Why am I doing a wave <laughs> with my, <laughs> my hand? I'm like the motion of the ocean. Um, with vodka, peach liqueur, um like pineapple juice mm. and so and then um so it was like frozen yeah yum. and then i've said frozen a million times like Let take it a shot <laughs> call me elsa <laughs> anna <laughs> um yeah so and then i cut a passion fruit in half and put it in the top for like garnish fancy schmancy and it was so yummy and then like some of the other girls like um ella made a 
what's the something sour? Um, amar- amar- amaretto sour yeah. or amaretta. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, something, something like that. sour. That one. She made that, and then Yaz made this really yummy, like um, it was a very light one. Like we were like, oh, we could imagine like drinking this out on the mm. deck outside. It was this one with vodka and pink moscato. Ooh, yummy! Yeah. And then we did a mystery box challenge mm. where um, everyone chose two ingredients, and you had to make the cocktail with that, however mm. you wished. As in, you chose the ingredients for someone else. Yeah, right. Yeah. So for That's Ella, fun. we gave her, oh my God, we gave her the most disgusting stuff, but this is the best one. It tastes mm. so good. What did you give her? We gave her like three different alcohols that like don't complement each other at all. And then we gave her um, a- an egg and like a lemon and stuff as well. But it tasted so wow. young. So I felt like we were on MasterChef mm. just for a little bit. Very fun. Yeah. So that was definitely the highlight of the week. Very good. Very good. Yes. Um, well, moving on from weekly recaps, I wanted to talk about something that we have spoken about on the podcast before. Right. So a few weeks ago, we talked about whether you're a high five wiggles or in the night garden kid. Yes. Right? Yes. So growing up, what TV show did you <clears throat> yes, yeah, watch yeah. kind of defines yeah. who you are as a person? Um, and I was saying how like I never really watched in the night garden. The only reason I even know the characters' names now is because the kids I babysit. What's his name? Eagle, Eagle Pickle. Pickle. Yeah. So Eagle Pickle is the main blue dude with a blanket, right? That's important to note for this, what I'm about to talk about. Okay. Blue dude, blanket. Yes. Megamind? Not quite. No. no. I just love Megamind. <laughs> I think we'll talk about Megamind whatever, like in any opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, Whenever anyone says something concerning. blue, I'm like Megamind. That's probably why I dyed my hair blue. Yeah. You're like Megamind. Megamind. <laughs> um, anyway, so it turns out, so you know how like really famous or like big TV shows and movies have fan theories. Like Harry Potter, for example, has like fan theories and people get on like Reddit or whatever and talk about like things that they think are happening behind the scenes in Harry Potter. Right. right okay. Turns out In the Night Garden has fan theories. Ooh. <laughs> and they are like, they're messed up. I, I'm not going to go really like deep into it because I was reading it all before we recorded this episode and some of them are like, like there's a few different theories that like don't match each other and whatever, but like yeah. they're all really but, but, dark. But is this is just what randoms have come up with, or is it, yeah, well, or is it like people who are actually producers and stuff? They release these. So it started when a dad made a Reddit post about his theory behind in the night, in the garden. night garden, and then the producers came out and said some other stuff too. So basically, right. this dad reckons that. So you know how in the night garden starts and Eagle Pickles in a boat. I've actually never seen it, but okay, in the boat. Yes. So it starts and there's this scene of him floating in the night in a little boat with his blanket and that's it, right? So the fan theory... Shouldn't he be in the garden? But then in the night garden is like his dream. Oh, okay. Like he falls asleep on the boat. Um, But the theory is that he's actually dying on this boat from like dehydration. He doesn't have any stuff on the boat except for one blanket. Oh, and he's like hallucinating. And he's hallucinating about being in the garden with these like friends, right? Yeah. And it's this full thing and there's all this like stuff behind it, whatever. Anyway, so then people have gone really far into it and been like, okay, well then like his friends in the garden might not even be real. Like, and so then the producers came out and said that Makapaka, which is the like little beige dude. That, Makapaka! <laughs> he looks like a Teletubby. Okay. He, this little beige thing. Yeah. Um, he's dead. Like he was Eagle Pickle's producers friend. said that. Yeah, I believe so. Don't, don't hold that against me but like um it's gonna come at you yeah you can catch your Macapaca. case <laughs> Macapaca um, is not dead <laughs> so apparently Macapaca died from a heroin overdose how do you know that 
this is all stuff that I've like read online. But right. Eagle Pickle, I mean, wait, sorry, what's it called? In Rapid the Night Garden oh. is a kids show and there's this theory that Eagle Pickle is dying on a boat and having a hallucinogenic dream about his friends in a garden and Macapaca has like OCD in the show. Like that's actually a thing. Yeah. But apparently dies of a her- has died of a heroin overdose, but he's in Eagle Pickle's dream. And like there's this full and I was reading oh all these God. other ones Why this is morning. So dark? I don't know, but it's like people have made th- fan theories about In the Night Garden, a show for two year olds. Isn't that full? That's ridiculous. Yeah, so if you Google well, how did Macapaca die, it says he dies of a heroin overdose. A show about like a cartoon animal that like loves his friends. Which is like what Hey Dougie. I was going to say Pooh Bear, but there's all these theories about Pooh Bear and stuff as well. Like, why does there always have to be all these underlying truths? Like, why can't a child just watch a show because it's an animal that talks? Let them live. Like, have you seen all that stuff about, like, Disney and Pixar and things like that? Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff for them. Hidden things in them. Yeah, why? And I even remember when I was younger watching some movies being like, that's not okay. Yeah. Like I remember specifically because I love Shrek as mm. well. Like who doesn't love Shrek, right? To the roar. You love Shrek, right? I do love Shrek. Good. We well, talked you... about this before and then everyone on TikTok was like, I hate Shrek. And I was like, okay, I didn't ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when? When did I ask? <laughs> um, no, but I also love Lord Farquaad. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Love him. Love him. Shoddy a little baddie. <laughs> <laughs> Shoddy got, got the fuck what? Anyway, no, that was bad. <laughs> Whatever, let's just cut that joke out. Um, there's a, a joke that I strongly remember in Shrek involving him and it was so inappropriate. And I was yeah. young, like I wouldn't have known that that was, I shouldn't have known that that was a thing. But like, why do they have to put things like that in there? I think for things like Shrek and stuff like that, they always put like kind of adult jokes that are supposed to go over the kids' heads to like, I think it's supposed to be to like appeal to adults as well. You know what I mean? Like for a wider audience because yeah. parents have to watch it with their kids. But if I, I feel like if I was sitting there and I was watching that with my child, mm. I don't have a child, but I'm just hypothetically thinking yeah. here, then I would be like, oh, no, I don't want my kid to watch that. That's got, yeah. you know, explicit yeah. content in it. That's pretty common though. I feel like actually maybe that's the reason behind all these like dark fan theories for like kids shows as well because it's supposed to be like for the the, adults so the parents can watch it yeah Yeah. so more people watch it and whatever and they earn more money i guess but full on hey that's ridiculous i know and now actually in the night garden always made me a little bit uneasy a little bit uneasy Yeah, yeah i never watched it because i was a bit scared of it yeah and so that kind of explains why i guess yeah so there you go anyway um let's move right along from that Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Do your workouts leave you with sweaty, smelly balls? If the answer is yes, then we have just the thing for you. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. So ladies, why not trust it for your man too? We have an exclusive offer for our listeners, 20% off and free shipping with the code AAMeeting at manscaped.com. Manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever, the Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to make sure the man in your life can reduce grooming accidents 
for their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the ball deodorant and the ball toner. You already put deodorant on your pits, gentlemen. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body, you naughty bits? <laughs> Manscaped, two free gifts into their perfect package. A pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep his junk looking good and staying fresh. And a travel shed bag to store all his grooming goodies. Trim that junk of yours and your balls will thank you. Thanks, Manscaped. <laughs> Be sure to get your Manscaped products from www.manscaped.com. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, you can get 20% off and free shipping. And free shipping. And free shipping. International free shipping, I might add. Correct, correct. Uh, with the code AAMEETING, all in capital letters. Yes, that's A-A-M-E-E-T-I-N-G. All in capital letters. Yep. And um, you can go down below. We'll have everything linked down there. Yep. And send Look us a pic of your undies. <laughs> That's Your new manscaped undies. <laughs> that's what I'm. <laughs> what did <Yeah>. I know? <laughs> that's pretty fun. Or just like whatever you, just your manscaped products. Yeah. Maybe. If you use the products, send us a photo, yeah. post it on your Instagram story, tag us, we'll repost it. Yes, we will. And we'll give you a big fat kiss. virtual kissy kiss. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Now, next, moving on. Mm-hmm. I was having a little think this week yes. about the time, a time in my life that I have blocked out of my memory um, due to post-traumatic stress reasons. Right. Um, and that is the time that I nearly died. Oh, um, well, that's kind of reasonable why you would yes. block that out. But it is kind of a funny story, so I do want to share it. Okay. Um, so this is my near-death experience. Um, yes, yeah, so this happened three years ago now, I think. I was living in Sydney, but I, don't, I think it was my first year here. Yeah, okay. So this happened about three years ago. I was working somewhere. I'm not going to name the company because I don't want to catch a case, but um, even though I probably could have sued. But anyway, whatever, it's fine. Um, so the store was set one level underground. Um, like you went down escalators to get there. And then the next level underground was the store storeroom like stock room, and then the level below that was the staff area. And yeah, like so the whole and thing is underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so to get from one level to the next, you had to go like use elevators. They didn't have – like there's a fire escape, but um, there was no like stairs option. So anyway, this one Sunday I was working and it was a really, really busy day and one of – there was two lifts and one had been broken for like months. Yeah. Um, because if you put too many heavy things in there, they would just stop working. Um, and one yeah, had been, which is yeah. fair because the yeah. lift will drop. <laughs> exactly right. Um, it had been broken for ages and no one had fixed it. And so there was only one that had been working. And on this particular Sunday, they also filled up that lift too much and it broke as well. So we didn't have any lifts on a Sunday, right? Right. Um, so they opened the fire escape, turned the alarms off. How do you bring fine. the cage of stock on a fire escape? I think they were like, carrying stuff up oh, by like hand. boxes yeah. oh god um but anyway they so both the lifts weren't working all the fire escape doors were open and the, all the fire escape alarms were turned off because if you usually open a, a fire escape a big alarm will go off yeah um 
and the whole day I'd been there for like eight hours I think and the whole day people were being like saying we were all talking about the fact that the lifts were broken what a pain it was that we had to walk up and down the stairs and everyone was saying how your first world problem yeah god forbid incidental exercise um but everyone was like oh the technicians won't come out until Monday like no one's going to come out it's a Sunday like they won't get fixed until tomorrow like so many people had said that to me that the lifts weren't going to get fixed and I was like okay fair enough anyway I finished my shift walked um into like the back staff area past where the lifts were didn't even look at them because they'd been broken all day um and walked up to where the fire escape was I had to go downstairs to get my bag because I'd finished my shift um and the fire escape door was closed and I was like oh someone's kicked the door stopper out of the way like Mm. how silly and then I was like oh I hope they haven't turned the alarms back on like if I open this door is the alarm gonna go off I was standing there and there was no one around and I was like oh I don't have anyone to ask I don't have time like I want to go home yeah I've had a long day so I opened the fire escape door no alarms went off I was like okay cool the lifts are still broken um the alarms are off I opened the door there's no door stop there and I was like oh whatever like I'll just open it from the bottom and then call someone to let me back up um so I the door closed behind me I walk all the way down the fire escape to the bottom thinking that that was the only door that was closed you know what I mean um get all the way to the bottom as I'm walking down, I realise that every single door going down the fire escape is closed and none of them have handles on the inside. <laughs> oh, shit. Which is a bit dodgy, but anyway, I don't know if they usually... I don't really know. Anyway, They're supposed to. Probably, yeah. Maybe they did and they didn't work. I don't remember. This was a few years ago. <laughs> but they didn't open from the inside. Right. And the one at the top definitely didn't have a handle on the inside. Right. Um, anyway, so I went all the way down to the bottom to get my bag. Door was closed. Couldn't get out. Was knocking on the door. Apparently there was no one down there whatever I was like okay I'll just go back up um and I'll go to the front desk and get someone to like help me so I get up to the top door there's no handle I'm like knocking on the door like yelling trying to get someone to help me and it was out the back where like all the big machinery and stuff was so there's just like noise you know so no one could hear me like slamming like banging on the door and yelling um and by this time I've realized that like they've closed all the fire escapes like so obviously the lifts are working again um (laughs) but no one thought to tell me that anyway I was like on all fours looking under the door I could see like footsteps and I was like (gasps) screaming like literally and I was like it's scary I was like who's gonna know I'm in here yeah there's no cameras in here or anything you know anyway um was yelling no one could hear me so then I like went down to the next level was like knocking for a while looking under the doors couldn't see anyone went down to the next level was knocking on the doors looking underneath couldn't see anyone and I was literally at one point I sat down on the stairs I was like okay what am I gonna do I didn't have my phone on me oh Um, my phone was in my handbag like down in In the the lockers lockers. yeah um I was like there's literally and I knew that my two housemates had come to the store and we're going to like meet me there as yeah, I finish. This is before I lived with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was riding my bike home. So like they had gotten there, seen that my bike was still there, walked in. I wasn't in my department and they like didn't know where I was, but they were just like hanging out, whatever. And it kind of got to the point where they were like, oh, she finished half an hour ago. Like what's she doing? And usually yeah. I'm like the first, to, like I'm out the door five minutes before my shift ends. Cause I just want to be out of there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so they were like messaging me, calling me, like no, didn't know where I was, like went and asked um, at my department and they were like, yeah, yeah, she left a while ago. Like no one really, but they were like, oh, I'm sure she's fine. Anyway, I'm sitting in the fire escape going, what am I going to do? I'm going to die in here. Yeah. Um, anyway, then I was sitting like near one of the door level things and I heard two people like standing there. They were actually having an argument, which is a bit awkward. But anyway, so I walked up to the door <laughs> and I was like slamming Called on the out. door, yelling. I was like, help me, help me, help me. Like, it's, I'm stuck in here. Please help me. Please help me. Anyway, oh, I heard nice. one of them go, I know. I heard one of them go, I think, I think someone's in there. 
and they like opened the door and I stepped out and because I'd been like on the floor looking underneath the thing and it's like in the dirty fire escape I had dirt and shit all over me like I was filthy you poor when I walked out I literally like I looked like I'd been through it and I was only in there for about half an hour but um (laughs) anyway and I walked out and the the hardships yeah I know the lady that let me out was like oh are you, are you okay? Like, how long have you been in there for? And you know when, like, you think you're fine, but someone asks you if you're okay? Yeah, then you, you, you're, you're not just, fine. No, I literally looked at her and burst into tears. No! Oh. I was, like, crying. And, like, whatever. It was only half an hour. I wasn't going to die in there. But I was literally, at one point, I just remember sitting there so defeated. I was like, "There's what else am I going to yeah, do? Like, no one can do? hear me. Yeah. And, like, surely my housemates would have been like, hey, it's been three hours, where is she? And, like, people yeah, would have no, come people looking. people would have come looking for you. But you're in a situation where you've done all you can yeah. and you're like, now your fate is in other people's yeah. hands to fucking open the door. so scary. Anyway, anyway so, so you that. almost died in a fire so escape. almost died. Yeah, and then for, like, the three years after that while I still worked there, every now and then someone would be like, hey, Amy, remember that time you got stuck in the fire escape? And I'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um i've lived to tell the tale yes and so hashtag blessed well we're, we're proud of you and thank we're you. so grateful that you're here with us today yeah thank you through all those wow. like tragic i feel like i'm in a yoga shoots. retreat <laughs> i'm proud of you anyway have you ever nearly died abby do you have any near-death experiences <laughs> you want to share yeah tell me about them please. there's too many to share oh that's a problem <laughs> nothing like that where it's been a weird freaky yeah like I just I've just I've had a lot of experiences where I'm like I should have died or I've been in a lot of situations where I'm like literally like not even as a joke I'm like there and I'm like okay this is the end this Mm. is how it I've I've done my best like I've you know yeah tried to live my life to the fullest and like this is how I go out you know um and so there's probably too many to list (laughs) but no there's like like I've been in car accidents Mm mm-hmm um when you were driving or someone else or a mix of both um uh, me driving okay so note to self never get in the car with <laughs> um. no I'm a I'm a I'm a good driver <laughs> no I'm a good driver no I just I was in a car accident that was really scary mm. um and it was my own fault but like I was like yeah yeah not very good um what else happened oh like we go I don't really do, we don't really do it that much anymore because of you know global pandemic kind of gets in the way of a few things that you want to do with your life but um my family and I and another family go on like ski holidays and like stuff like that together Mm. and we've been skiing like all over the world which is like incredible and like I love skiing Mm. and is like an extreme sport Mm. and it is like when you do it at the level I'm not saying when you do it at the level that we do it but like there's a big group of us and yeah. we've all been skiing for years and like the dads are die hard skiers yeah, and yeah. so like everyone's got to ski and you yeah. got to ski good and there's like a lot of us so like you can't yeah, be yeah. the weak link you know yeah, yeah. so everyone's got to ski good and so um no you to have no fear as well have you ever been skiing um, only for year seven camp and oh, right. I was very yeah, bad so at like it. like not real skiing. No. Fuck, we should go to a, like we should go down to Parisha this winter. Um, or Threadbow. Well, I do have a near-death experience involving skiing as well. So, oh, and, okay. And no, not really. It's actually a funny story, but I'll tell it another time. Go on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so with, with the way that like we skied, there was so, there's so many experiences where like I should have died. Mm. And I remember one time by accident, 
we went down the wrong run and this run was just like it wasn't a run like mm. it was because my the, the way that we all ski is like you don't do the runs like you you go like yeah yeah through the trees off the cliff you mm. know like you like that's not a real run but you, that's what you do mm. um and anyway we're just doing stuff like that and it was so steep and so icy and there was moguls and if you know moguls they're like bumps mm. kind of but like they're they're man-made bumps but they are like actual death it's like you know those optical illusions where like the um the carpet is like uh, it's in kind of a graph type situation like yeah, yeah. like vertical and horizontal lines and um but they're all morphed mm. so when you're stepping on the carpet you don't know what's up and what's down but it's just one straight thing yeah yeah it feels like that where you're like i don't know what the fuck is happening anyway this mountain that we were on was so steep i was literally hanging from a mogul like my hands were like clasped together and i was like hanging and i thought i was gonna die because we were just off a cliff why why put yourself in that situation That's because it's oh, like it's the, the adrenaline that you get yeah 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 um and yeah so stuff like that and then I don't know I can't really pinpoint a traumatic story mm. like you've just done but I just have a lot of like smaller things where I'm like yeah probably should have died then stay safe out there guys. yeah exactly Honestly, oh, I've I've had times drinking Mm. where I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna die. What? Because you've had too much. Yeah, and I I just know that I'm like sitting there and I'm like I'm like I'm not gonna be able to recover from (laughs) this. Like I'm gonna actually like die when I go to sleep tonight. Or those hangovers where you're like I actually I'm not gonna make it through the day. Yeah, I can. Oh no! You know what I thought I was gonna die from Mm. when we got. Influenza. I got influenza after the music festival. Yeah. Oh, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Me too, because I was planning. who was going to play me in the movie of my life when I died from yeah. being so sick. No, I literally couldn't think. Mm. Like like I couldn't even I couldn't even watch a movie or anything because my brain just couldn't like yeah. comprehend what was going on. Like we had the rona before the rona was a thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why we haven't gotten it. That's that's what I think because we had those is it like we've got those antibodies in our system. Yeah. Oh my god, I've never been so sick in my entire life. I thought I honestly thought I was going to die. Each day I would muster up the strength and like crawl out of my bed and lie on the driveway mm. in the sun, mm. just like trying to help myself. But yeah. Full on. Right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, speaking of dying while being drunk. Yeah. Who is drunk you, Abby? Who's so drunk like, me? Yeah. There's Abby. I'm yep. looking at Abby yep. right now. Hey. But then there's drunk Abby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's a whole different person. Yeah. I feel like everyone has a drunk alter ego. Yeah. So like, what's yours like? What's mine like? Yeah, I know, um, but like, tell the you people know, you've home. experienced it firsthand. I think um, drunk Abby depends on what Abby drinks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we can definitely have drunk Abby that is just an elevated version of normal Abby. Mm-hmm. You know, which is extremely loud, mm-hmm. um, extremely impulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, will say anything that comes to her head, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like that kind of vibe. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's more like vodka and things like that makes me... Yeah. Like that's like my go-go juice, you yeah. know? Yeah, party alcohol. Yeah. Um, and then if I drink some other things, then a uh, different kind of um, drunk Abby comes out. But like, I don't... I've never met drunk Abby. Mm. Like sober Abby's never met drunk Abby. Dr- yeah. Sober Amy's never met drunk Amy, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
And so like I could never truly I could I could never truly be like, oh yeah, I'm drunk when I'm like this because I've never met her, yeah. you know? And like I, I don't know her. So mm. if something happens with drunk Abby, then like like or if you have an argument with drunk Abby, which like don't like I don't, don't yeah, argue, no. but like you know that you you have to take it up with drunk, with drunk Abby. Abby, yeah, because sober Abby doesn't know her. No. She's a different person. Yeah, you yeah. know. I completely so agree. yeah, what about yourself? Um, well, I agree with that. Like, I only know drunk Amy through either Snapchats or stories that I've been told. Like, yes. I've never met her firsthand. Yeah. Um, but I, from what I gather, I think she's just like genuinely the opposite of everything I am. Like, so confident. And I'm not particularly, like, I'm not yeah, someone that's, like, yeah, but I'm not, like, outspoken and, like, the first to go up and, like, talk to people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, she's very, very confident. We'll talk to anyone. Um, and then, uh, same thing. It depends on what I'm drinking. Yes. If I'm drinking, like, wine, emotional Amy. Emotional Which Amy. is genuinely the opposite of me. Like, I, if you know me personally, you know, like, I don't ever, like, cry or whatever. Like, I'm yeah. not super emotional. But when I drink, I'm, I drink wine, I'm emotional. Um... But I think she's just loud and, like, I feel like sober Amy sometimes will just, like, sit back and enjoy being with everyone, you know, whereas drunk Amy is in the action. Right. You know what I mean? I Would agree. you agree? I agree. When you were saying you haven't met drunk Abby, I was sitting here going, well, I've met drunk Abby. But then I was like, not really. Drunk Amy has met drunk Abby. <laughs> and they're good friends. <laughs> they're the best friends. So, like, I don't know if I can even really say much about drunk Abby. Because drunk Amy knows her really well. Because well. I was like, oh yeah, I agree. Like, I know, I know wine, Amy. Mm. You know, and then I know vodka, Amy. Mm-hmm. But like, drunk Abby knows vodka, Amy. Yeah. Drunk Abby knows wine, Amy. Yeah, they're really great friends. But yeah. we don't really know well, them. They're very just, well. they're just like us, but yeah. elevated. Yeah. And the thing is, I think, like, generally in a sober, like, normal situation, mm. like you. Oh, no, not you. I, I don't know. So, so, someone comes up with an idea. Yeah. Sometimes it's you, sometimes it's me. Mm. And then, um, like, I'll do it mm. and then, like, try to convince people to do it with me kind of yeah. a thing. And then, like, generally you'll end up doing things with me and whatever. Yeah. But in a drunk Abby and Amy situation, mm. doesn't matter whose idea it is, oh. good, bad, whatever, we'll both be the first ones to do it. Yeah. That's Act on every idea. And we'll be, um like, in... Not in competition, but like, yeah. you know, like who can jump, who can jump off the, mm. the balcony the best? Yeah. Who and does it and first? I'll do it. I'll do it and be like, fuck you. I did it first. And then Amy will do it and try and do like a split jump off it. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to one up this bitch, you know? <laughs> and so then it just happens like that until yeah. one of us is injured. <laughs> they're very competitive, those girls, aren't they? Right. Yeah. Someone put them on a leash. No, Gee, but they're whiz. also fun as up. fuck. They are fun. Yeah. I agree. From what I can gather anyway. From Snapchats and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Very destructive as well, though, yeah. I will say. You have caused some problems in the past. Yeah. Um, not that neither of us ever get involved in the drama, you know. Yeah, like, not, not contro- or drama controversial, problems. the right word. Yeah, like, like not, we're never, like, involved in scandals, but, like. Yeah, and we're never fighting. It's no, just, no. It's just. Things that, like, sober Abby and Amy would be like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my goodness, remember that time we were at, um, I think we were in Newtown and I was not having a good night. I was very, very, very unwell. Um, and you were in the bathroom with me, like, 
helping me, coaching me through my, my sickness. Oh, yeah, and, I do remember that. And Abby gets down out of nowhere. I don't really remember it that well, but I remember my head was in the toilet. And next thing I know, Abby's elbowing me out of the way to get her head in the toilet because she's decided that she needs that toilet bowl more than I do. We're <laughs> fighting for the toilet bowl. Instead of just going into separate cubicles. No, we're there like elbowing no, but each that, other. And there was also it. someone else in the cubicle with us. Ella was with us, yeah. Oh, poor thing was just watching us like <laughs> she probably didn't even care <laughs> no probably not. i was probably helping you because you were not having an okay I time really wasn't and then i decided that i couldn't let you do this alone i think it was an i think it was a what's it called when you I mean like how a man gets um pregnancy symptoms yeah what's that called compassion oh, i don't know yeah but i know what you mean yeah, so I think I just didn't want you to be alone That's very in that situation. You. So I thought that I'd join in That's very and we nice. shared the toilet bowl together. Did, girls. For a very long time. For, was it? Yeah. Anyway. Um, alrighty. Here we are. Here we are. Ready and raring to go for... The ready f- and what? Raring. What's that? that? Is that the same? Ready and raring to oh. I feel like that's something my mum says, but maybe I'm saying it wrong. Ready and raring the row. <laughs> Four. <laughs> um, the first ever sticky dates minus the pudding. Sticky dates minus the pudding. I did realise today that I've been calling it sticky dates without the pudding on all of our Instagram stories. Yeah, so I apologies. saw that. Because <laughs> I, I went to write it too and I was like, I can't remember what the wording was. I think minus, this was it. Minus. minus the pudding. Sticky dates so, minus the pudding. new segment. We announced it last week. Yep. This is going to be the first ever, mm-hmm. like, you know, thingy from the segment. Thingy. Nice. You know, what am I trying to say? Yeah. The first. Submissions that we've had. Yes. So we asked you guys to tell us, however you want, in a message, voice message, video message, whatever you want. Um, what's your sticky date minus mm-hmm. the pudding? So mm-hmm. what kind of situations have you gotten yourself into on a date or an event, as we like to call them? Mm-hmm. And um, your best and worst dating stories. Yeah. And by best, I mean funniest. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I haven't heard or read or paid attention to any of our submissions yet, but okay. Abby has. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. And so, okay, I've been back and forth with a few of you guys. So um, we're going to start it off with a bang. Okay. Okay. Um, also, when you guys send these through, let us know if you want to be kept anonymous or yeah. named and shamed. Um, this one we will keep anonymous okay but are you ready this is a voice message Mm -hmm. sent in and so basically i was on a date with this guy and he said to me let's go to this theater so we go to this theater and we're watching this beautiful show and it was like a musical or whatever anyways it was like one of the first dates I've ever been on. So the guy, I was stressing out. I was like, how do I act? What do I do? Like, I've just came out. So what do I do? Anyways, he was really nice and sweet. But after the show, he told me that his dad actually owned, like, the theatre. Ooh. Mm. And I was like, yep, <laughs> Man this was is Afterwards, after the show, he said to me, do you need to go to the toilet? And I was like, yeah, I actually do. So he told me to go down the hallway and turn left. My idiot mind was like, hit my left and right. Let's go right. We've all been there. Walk up these stairs. I'm walking down this massive fucking hallway. Finally found the bathroom or what I thought was the bathroom. I sit down, take a massive shit of stress shitting. Nice. Like fire out of my asshole. (laughs) And I realised to myself, 
there's a lot of weird things in here. Like, I'm taking a fiery shit, but there's a lot of weird things in this toilet. Like, there was a palm tree. There was, like, a blow-up rubber ducky. There were some weird things in there. There was even costumes in there. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is kind of weird. I walk out and I looked above me from, like, the door and it said, prop room. No! I had just realised I shat in a prop toilet (laughs) on the stage. And I was like, I can't go out with this guy again because his dad owns this place. What do I do? And so basically, like, a week later, um, he texted me and he was like, hey, get this. My dad just found it. A a week later? Like, what the fuck? And I was like, I can never see this guy again. So, yeah, I hope you like it. Oh, my God. Okay, we do like it. So, thank you. See, this is what we need. Sticky, thank that's my you. Round thank of applause. You. Round, round of applause. applause. Thank you. Okay, there's a little bit to unpack here. Yeah. Um, number one. Obviously, I had some questions. I yeah. have a lot of questions. So, man with bank. His dad owns the theatre. Yeah, that's yeah. Incredible. That's the one thing that I was like, wait, what? Was when he was like, oh, and then he said to me, do you need to go to the toilet? I was like, well, is no, that he, not strange? No, he was probably more being like, do you need to go to the bathroom before we head off? Yeah, okay. Yeah, not like, go to the toilet. Do you need to go to the toilet? Because <laughs> you stink. Because <laughs> it smells Cause like you look shit. Because like you, <laughs> you look like a shit. You know? um, okay, and then also, how do you not walk in and see the giant freaking palm tree? <laughs> well, he said fiery shit. So he, oh, he was just when in you, a rush. When, when, you, when I feel it, I do it. Yeah. Like, you know, when, when he's probably got that coffee shit, you know? Yeah, right. Oh, my God. He and probably then, saw a toilet and he was like, here we go. Was he not concerned that there was no plop noise? Or was there water in the prop toilet? I can't imagine there'd be water in a plop, prop toilet. I reckon he just plop. opened the lid and fire away. Right. Wow. Anyway, so then I was like, what happened after this? Yeah. Also, they found it a week later. Yeah. Did they figure out it was him? And then I was like, was the shit in the toilet for a week? It must have been. Anyway, he got back to me oh, okay. and he was he like, was. um, he sent a voice <laughs> message, but it's long, so I won't play it, but... Um, basically, no, they didn't find out it was him. Um, and he's guessing he was in there for a week because the dude messaged him a week later being like, get this. My dad just said that like there was a shit in the toilet and it was on the night that we went like how crazy, blah, blah, blah. And so then, um, can you get in trouble for that? Yeah. That's public defecation. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it was a toilet. Yeah, exactly. He went to the toilet. Everybody makes some some mistakes yeah get like, it, Hannah Montana. that's right everybody makes mistakes yeah wise words of hannah montana yeah so yeah um that was incredible wow thank you for sharing such that. a great way to kick it off yeah right okay so we've got a few others from you guys so thank you for sending them through um this one's a message that i'm going to read out i'm going to abbreviate some of these because they're like quite long mm-hmm. anyway so this is from um a boy he didn't mm-hmm. say anonymous or not so i'll just won't say his name yeah um, he says, for sticky dates without the pudding, my friend, in brackets, who notoriously doesn't pull, that's mm-hmm. nice <laughs> to your friend, went on a date with this absolute 10 out of 10. And nice. from what I know, the date went well. But the crazy thing was they came to this house party that we were at after their date. It was all good. Everyone's boogieing, having a great time. They're getting along great and go upstairs to, you know, winky face. Thanks for the details. (laughs) Um, 
And me and my other mates think nothing of it. Mm -hmm. But then some time passes and he comes sprinting down the stairs, looking as if he's seen a ghost in just his pants and a jacket, grabs us, tells us that we have to leave the party ASAP, then grabs a bottle of Captain and sprints out the door. To this day, we've never found out why he legged it out of the house party. Okay. First of all, grabs the alcohol before he goes. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. And like a bottle of Captain Morgan. Like, (laughs) yeah. Nice. But they don't know any details. No. And the girl didn't come down. No. They all trusted their mate, left. Well, that's that's really nice, isn't it? That they were like, no questions, bro, let's go. Yeah. I have some theories. You have a theory, okay. <clears throat> Why would he act like, okay. I think that the chick might not have been a chick? <gasps> now there's a plot twist. Yeah. Because why would he, sorry to interrupt, but like why would he run out like that? Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. Oh my goodness. Do we have any more? I I love this segment. Yeah. She wants this to be anonymous, Mm -hmm. um, but basically she said she went on this date with a dude from Tinder um, and all he did the whole time was just talk about his ex. Oh, we've discussed why this is bad, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You don't talk about your ex. No. Um, and his previous drug addictions. Ah, nice. Yeah. Lay it all on the table, yeah. first date. Yeah, Nothing get it all out. It's like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she goes, he told me about how when he first met her, as in his ex, um, he couldn't get hard because he was too high on acid all the time. Um, and she said that she just listened while she was eating her French toast. And let's just say that that was the first and last date. French toast. So this is a breakfast date. You get hit with all of this in the morning. <laughs> you don't need a morning coffee after you've heard all no. that. You're awake for the rest of your life. I just love that like he's so open. He's like, hey, look, here's my whole life story. I couldn't get hard because I, I was on too much acid. Yeah. What, how does that even come up in conversation? It doesn't. Know. He sounds like he's just like blood, like got that yeah, word vomit. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like there was a second date and for good reason. Yeah um <laughs> jesus all right let's do last one okay. of today um so this one is quite long so i'm going to try and abbreviate it and mm-hmm. if i get a few details wrong i'm sorry Paraphrase. but it's just very ro- long to read mm-hmm. oh, oh okay so she, she gives me some anonymous tips mm-hmm. she goes i met this guy on tinder let's just call him jack who's okay. 20 right jack 20 and before all this though she goes on to be like you know online dating's a little scary looks can be deceiving a picture tells a thousand words blah 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 um on his account he had like just pictures of him Mm -hmm. and his dog basically like nothing else like no family kids nothing like that okay um so she said okay cool like let's go for drinks um and he chose a location and he chose a very formal location Mm -hmm. like an upper class bar okay um she noticed that when she walked in that there was like three kids a 12 month old like a two-year-old and like a five-year-old-ish like running around in the corner with like with a lady in the corner yeah okay um and she was kind of like oh this is a bit weird because this is like a high class bar you don't bring kids to a bar no right yeah i don't even think you can let kids in a bar right I guess if they're with their parents, like, you wouldn't, that's not somewhere you would take your kids, though. Yeah, anyway, she said these kids were really rowdy and, like, they were causing a lot of a ruckus, anyway. But she never said anything and um, she was on the she was on the date, hanging out with the boy, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Talking to the boy, the kids are causing a ruckus, but she's like, I'll just ignore him, mm-hmm. not a part of, you know, what I'm, not yeah. what I'm supposed to be focusing on right now. Until um, the middle-aged kid... Mm-hmm. 
walks up to their table, to Jack, mm-hmm. and says, hey, daddy, I need to go to the bathroom. Can you please take me? Wow. <laughs> and she goes, I think my jaw was on the ground. After, tr- after I'm trying to work out what's happening, like sort out what I'm feeling, I then realized that the young lady is his ex-partner. No. Who's the mother of all those three kids who he's asked to come sit in on our date for I don't know why. And then she goes, I'm definitely not planning to having kids anytime soon and I don't want to be a parent at the moment, but I just felt that if you do have kids, you need to let them know. You can't just yeah. hide it. And don't bring them to the fucking bar on the first date. Why... Okay, when I first you first said the thing about there's a lady with them or whatever, I kind of had a feeling this is the direction it was going. Yeah, um, I thought babysitter. Yeah, nanny or something too young to like take the kids off by themselves. No, if she's their mother, why is she there? Why is the mother there? Like take the kids somewhere else. Imagine sitting there and then a kid goes to the person you're talking to, Daddy, can you please take me to the toilet? I'd be like, oh what? God. And he's 20 with three kids. Like, I don't judge anyone. Yeah. But, like, that is – like, because it's not common, especially to have three kids at our age or younger than us, um, I do feel like that's something that you should – And if one of them was five, the he would have had to be 15 <clears throat> when they first had their kid. Yeah, well. And also, like, I don't think – you shouldn't have to tell people that straight away. Yeah. But if they're going to be there, like if your three yeah. kids are running around. And there's like no problem with having no, a no, kid no. when you're young anyway. All. But like, yeah, if you're going to bring your kids on the date, yeah. maybe tell the, the date yeah. that you have kids and that they're coming. And if you don't want to tell the date that you have kids, don't bring your kids and yeah. tell them when you're ready. Yeah, like, exactly. What the heck? And why is the mum there? I'm so confused. I don't know either. Anyway, so... I love this segment. I love this segment too. I'm so sorry that you went through that. I would lit- I wouldn't know what to do with myself. All of you. Everyone on that. Oh, all four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the shit in the toilet. The shit one is like, that gets me good. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, guys, if you want to be featured on the podcast and tell us your sticky date, sticky date. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be yours. It can be your friends as long yeah. as you get permission. Even like... A family member, parents, yeah. maybe they had some weird dates. Mm. Um, send them through to our send Instagram in. account at the underscore AA underscore meeting. Yeah. And um, yeah, you'll be on the podcast sharing your story. Wow. Anyway, Good segment. Moving on. So exciting. Okay. Shit we don't understand. Yeah. Uh, today I'm guessing, how do they put music onto a CD? Because it's not like, I understand the vinyl record thing because there's like the little the little bumps and the little pin goes on there the grooves, and it, yeah. yeah makes noise that way um but you can get like blank cds and put things on so how do they put the music onto a cd is what i'm guessing yes my first guess is is it something to do with coding um zero, not zero, one, zero, coding zero, zero, zero. but like numbers yeah it, it it's not coding though because it's not like a computer like you yeah. know but that it definitely has something to do with all those weird numbers okay so maybe a track is turned into like a serial number okay. just like a, a long and is that thing of digits. printed on the cd no and then that that is put onto the cd Instead of 
coding now the CD just remembers somehow all of the the digits in order and then somehow kind of like a barcode a laser reads that and plays music okay um some yes some no um laser thing good oh yeah um memory chip in the cd no okay yeah so think how do they get how do they get the music on the cd because you've got how they will read it kind of but how is it getting on there well there's got to be something for it to to read so i'm going to keep going with this vinyl idea because i feel like a cd was created because they had a vinyl already yeah when you put something onto a cd it like makes those like line ring things and that's what the laser reads when it plays it yeah kind of (gasps) really kind of yeah not what lines or anything though do you want me to tell you or do I keep Wait, going? Yeah, okay. Not lines. No. So don't think like like the vinyl goes like that. Mm. Think of something else. Not lines, not rings. No. It's not like a tree. Um, and it's not numbers. No. Um, shapes. Shapes? <laughs> no, but it's getting closer. Um... Maybe all the lyrics are just on there and then the, the CD player just like reads it. Maybe the artist is in there yeah. and she's just doing karaoke. Yeah. Not, not lines, not numbers, not shapes exactly. Not rings, no. like circles. Um, Do you want a hint? Yes, please. Um, what happens on... Like adolescence faces, pimples. What are they though? Acne. <laughs> hormones. The hormones. <laughs> no, like the texture of it is. Is a bit bumpy. Yeah. Is the CD a little bit bumpy? Yeah. Really? So it's just like a tiny little vinyl. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So basically, um, like music is stored as bumps on the surface of the plastic. Oh. Yeah, each bump is converted in like using a process called sampling uh-huh. is converted into a number, mm-hmm. um, and a very small number. So similar to like the coding. Mm. Okay, so because yeah. I'm just trying to think about it, like because I've obviously looked at plenty of well DVDs, but it's the same situation, and it has like a thin layer of like it's def- yeah. So there's that the, the so there's a little image here. Yeah, right. That's what I was CD. picturing. So yeah. it's so like So there's the label sides. and then the plastics under that and then the reflective aluminium and then a protective polycarbonate. Yeah. So it gets into the plastic. Yeah, yeah. And, and it scans through and, that. And with the laser as well. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I would not have picked that. It's crazy. How do they fucking think of oh, I'd say this every genius. week. How the fuck do they think of this shit? There's a reason that they get paid. Sorry, that was bucks. really aggressive. <laughs> Who the fuck do they think of this shit? Like, how does one, like, even the record player. Yeah. How did, how did someone figure out that if they put, like, in this order of this yeah. kind of thing, and, the, and then it will record this sound, and then to yeah. play it back, you use the, like, it is incredible how they came up with this kind of stuff. Genius. Genius. Anyway, 
Question of the podcast. Abby's having a snack break. Um, <clears throat> the question of the podcast today, Abby. What uh-huh. is it? Maybe if you were a lolly, if you were given six hours to live, or six hours left of your life, how would you spend those six hours? Good question. Okay, I like that it's six hours because you can't. Oh, I feel like a lot of people it was twenty four hours. They're like, I'd fly to Greece and what do you? No, you don't have time for that. No, six hours left to live. Yep, I would. And think about, it doesn't matter if it's, you can choose whether it's the morning or the night Mm -hmm. or something like that. I think I'd have to go out in style, just get everyone here, one giant piss up. Um, Because I feel like all of my friends are six hours away. Like even my family could get here in six hours. That's fine. Um, Just Just get white girl wasted. Yeah. And then if it's a painful death, I won't feel it anyway. Wow. I think that's, I think like that's the only thing I can think of that's like, I want everyone around me, you know. When I die, I want everyone there. <laughs> yeah, I want everyone to watch. <laughs> no, but like I want to like spend my last hours with like my favorite people, you know. Yeah. Um, and I want it to be fun. Right. So I think that would, that would be mine. What have you got? Wow. That's actually like the complete opposite to me. What would you do in your last yeah. six hours? If I had six hours left, I would definitely like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want anyone to know. Yeah. Oh no no no! I wouldn't tell anyone I'm dying. I'd just be like, you. Everyone needs to get here in the next six hours. It's really important. And then you just drop dead in the middle of the dance yeah. floor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I. Yeah. It's traumatic. <laughs> no. I will. I like. I wouldn't want anyone to know. And so I would call like everyone or like mm. go if like I had time like if you guys were here and whatever like I would see you and touch you and stuff but I would like yeah call everyone I love just like checking up on them mm-hmm. seeing how they are kind of saying like goodbyes but like Without I don't want them, them to know knowing yeah. and then like I think that I would like I, ju- I just want to be alone and I would probably do similar to what you're saying as in like I drink mm. so that like I wouldn't feel whatever was going to happen. Yeah. But I honestly think that I would just take a couple shots mm-hmm. and then I'd actually like go to bed mm. and like. Oh, so you die in your sleep. Yeah. I'd try and I'd just like sleep it off. Well, that's a bit sad. Don't you want to do something fun in your last six hours? Is there anything on your bucket list that like could be done in six hours? You know, like just tick something I off. mean, like, I mean like, yeah, but. Like, it would be like, like, I wouldn't go skydiving, Yeah. <laughs> you know, for like the last six hours, like, you know, because yeah. that's like, those are the kind of things on my bucket list and traveling and things like that. Yeah. But no, I don't think it's sad. I think it's like, I'm not sure about oh, Siri thinks it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, because this is so whatever, cringe and ugh, but like, I think, like, I try and live with no regrets. Mm. And so like. Uh, when the time comes, I would want to be at a place where I, I wouldn't be flustered being like, oh my God, I, I, need, I, need, to, I need to skydive before I, I need yeah, to do this true. before I do. Like I would want to be like, I'm happy with what I've done because everything that I've done, I've like put my all into and I've like, yeah. you know, I fully committed to it. So I shouldn't have any regrets being like, I didn't, I, I didn't like, I, I want to go back to this part, point because I didn't do this correct. Or, you know, yeah. like I just, I, I just want to be content and like be like, I've enjoyed what I've done so far and this is unfortunately the end, but I'm happy, you know, Mm. that's what, that's how like I would look at it. 
Yeah. Well, that's a nice way to look at it. Yeah. I'm still having my piss up, but like. <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm coming to your piss up. Yeah, good. Um, right, well, there you go. What song would play while I drop dead on the dance floor? It's a matter on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. No, I'm feeling like maybe like Untouched by the Veronica's and on the, on the very last beat. <laughs> I dropped it. <laughs> You're and like, I'd you go, it ooh, too. ooh. I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'd spend my first hour out of the six choreographing my death dance routine. Right. And, then, and then the next five being like everyone needs to get here ASAP. Yeah. And then the last four minutes, um, and then I just die. Right, right. <laughs> That's mine. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so two very different approaches, but hey, we like to keep things fresh on the AA meeting. So yeah, here we, we are. just like to give you all different perspectives. We really do. Yeah. Um, but I think that's just about all we have today. I think total. <laughs> TikTok. Renegade. 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 Who? <sighs> doom, 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 I don't know doom, the doom, dance doom, Make up my own one. Oh. <laughs> okay, Shakira. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to us talk shit again for yep. this week. Um, I don't know why you guys still listen. Thank you for it. <laughs> yeah, don't stop. But like, anyway. like, are you not annoyed by us? <laughs> sure. Or like, you know? Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Get us in the top one hundreds, mofos. Yeah, we want to be there permanently. Yeah. Um, that's the next goal. No, next goal, top ten. Top 10, yeah. Maybe top 50. Let's work our way there. Anyway, um, thanks so much. Uh, subscribe to everything, like everything. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Um, our private Instagram, I mean, personal Instagrams, not our private. I don't have no, a private Instagram. Do I you? do. Don't yeah, follow do. me on yeah. that, please. Um, <laughs> um, be sure to message us your sticky dates without the pudding. Yes. Uh, be sure to send through any other suggestions, questions, queries, concerns. Um, that you want to hear us talk about on the AA. Mm-hmm. We're very open to, um, you know, your... Insults and stuff. Inputs, <laughs> I was going to say. But insults is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we hope you've enjoyed another episode of mm-hmm. the AA meeting. And we're here every week. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Until next time. Peace, Peace out. out. We both said that. Get out of my head. <laughs> Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace Bye. outside. <laughs> You! Welcome to my f***ed up home. I'm Lil Shorty. These my hoes. This is how we run this shit. Piss Olympics. Let's go. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.